Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks Podcast. I am joined once again by the usual cast of characters and our very special... Well, you know what? You're not special, a special you guest anymore. Special. You're here every six no, no, no. weeks or whatever. You get your own goddamn OJ now. Yeah, get your own it's damn like podcast. It's Saturday Night Live. You, got, now you get a, a bathrobe and everything. <laughs> you're Buck Jones now. Yeah, you're Buck Jones. All right, well, to so start off with, we've got the... Sometimes contrarian Buck Jones. Buck Jones. <laughs> I'm tripping over my own fucking intro here. Okay, All right, that's okay. We've got the keeper of the inner sanctum, always the uh, contrarian, sometimes the ruinator, the keeper of the inner sanctum, and the numbers guy. Keith, Keith, Scott, Keith, how are you? Oh, we got Friday energy and red vines. We're doing great. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking leaving right now. <laughs> and of course, the man who's always wrong with holes in several of his collections, the clown prince of collecting, the dirty old geek in the pictures guy. Brian needs one. Brian, how are you? This week, I have learned my podcasting from the Dung Beetle. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> just going to call you Mr. Holes. <laughs> Mr. Holes. And our favorite glutton for punishment and the most generous fan we know, Superfan Mike is here. Mike, how are you? Doing good. Waiting to see uh, Brian's take on the worst movie on the list. Phew. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for the red vines. That'll improve things. <laughs> I'm, of course, the long-suffering, world's oldest kid sidekick. My name is Lance. I am also the words guy. And I've got two this week, boys, because uh, in 1986, my favorite movie in the world was uh, released. And it's all, this is also going to drop on 4th of July, so... Here's the Army and Navy and the battles they have won. Here's to America's colors, the colors that never run. May the wings of liberty never lose a feather. And oh, by the way, Brian. Uh-huh. You are a filthy pig. <laughs> filthy pig. And welcome to another issue. Brian, do you have any non-mic-related news today? I do. I do. Um, so, uh, big news. Is that Superman and Lois is not on the 2024 docket for CW? Really? Even though he said I thought it was renewed. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, slow down, Misters. Oh, wait a minute! I heard news too. It is a mid-season replacement. They had not made the decision to renew it by the time they had made the schedule. So if you look at the CW's new fall schedule, oh, you will they, not find it on there. The way they cancel shit, they'll be on two weeks after it it's, uh, it's a mid-season. So it will be on. But uh, they did say, and this is not what I'm watching, so... Uh, it's really the, good. <sighs> it's really good. I watch a lot. You do. Um, they did say, though, cost-cutting... That they were getting rid of seven characters. Yeah, seven of the supporting yeah. main characters. And Clark no longer had glasses. Glasses are, glasses are... You know what? I got my glasses this week. Yeah. It was like 480 bucks, And I got insurance. Are they, are they I'm least, like, poor people can't see. Are they x-ray specs? I'm stop not looking jealous. at... Stop looking I'm at, not telling, Mr. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Boxer Briefs. I just threw up a little in my mouth there. <laughs> and uh, The Boys, which may be a victim of the writer's strike. Mm. So I, I had heard... Wondering if we we're going to start seeing the repercussions of that. Yeah, that it's not... What I didn't realize is, even if you have a show done, once the writer's strike, to edit a show is to change the dialogue. 
Which then goes to the writers. So you can't do that. What if you let everyone ad lib? Then you don't need the damn writers. Uh-huh. Fuck that. Um, no, but you can't edit. Because you can't mess with the dialogue. So, um... I, did, I actually did not know that. I did not know that either. That was interesting to me. Yeah, that uh, that may become a casualty of... Uh, even though they're done filming, it may or may not ever hit the screen now, at this point. Because we're also expecting another strike to hit. The, uh, the actor strike, strike was delayed because they extended it to July 12th. Well, at least they have... So. Uh, we're extending it. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they're extending the the negotiations no, I, I know. until I, the twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. What's that's... the point in having a deadline if you can just go? Oh, you know what? We'll, we'll give it another week. Give it another week. Yeah. Oh, pussy actors, just weekend. do it or don't do it. God it's a damn it. Weekend. Two more weeks. Fucking no, at least they're strong in their convictions. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give it another week. Wait, I, I, I'm not just getting paid to talk? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's the, the big... Uh, wow. Oh, um... Here's the real news. No, Indiana Jones did not do well at the box office. They're not... The best review, though, the best review video of it... I And I haven't watched any of the reviews. I could give a fuck about this movie. Absolutely do not care. Don't know why they made it. Stupidity on their part. But anyway... Uh... Brian's opinions are not it those was, of the... <laughs> it was Indiana Jones and fuck off, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so I may watch that video. Yeah, there's been a lot of people who have not been happy with the portrayal of Indiana Jones. And I guess his goddaughter or some shit. I don't even know. But anyway, that has not done well. The one that surprised me the most was the Teenage Kraken. I, I can't... Perry Gilpin, I don't know what her fucking name is, and the Teenage Kraken... Because it's an animated film, and usually animated films are just money. No clue what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. Teenage Kraken? No, never heard of it. It's uh, DreamWorks animation. Did they have a commercial for they it? They did. I haven't even seen an yeah. ad for it. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, I've seen the ads. I've seen ads TV. for it. I've seen behind-the-scenes stuff for it, where they talk to the voice is actors. Is that on a tube you thing? The is. YouTubes? Yeah, that. Is it on it's, there? Uh, it, it is. They have it on, like... I don't watch anything but the YouTubes, so... Okay, so that's why you've seen it and we haven't. Well, maybe you all better get out of the house a little more. Maybe they better put it on something that people watch other oh. than you. Because you aren't going to see it regardless. You know what? A lot of people watch the YouTube. All right, the fucking red lines are already <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> He's going to start limiting me. <laughs> One vine per second. I, I blame you, Mike. <laughs> um, Guilty this time. <laughs> this time? Oh, okay, explain the last few weeks. Yeah. It's, like, this okay. is unusual. So let's me. get a little serious. Okay. Because we did have uh, a few passings this week that I would like to cover. The first one is Julian Sands. Yeah, from Ooh. Warlock. Yeah, they found his body. Not just from Warlock. He was Boxing from Gotham. Elena. And he played Jor-El in Smallville. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so he's on our geek radar uh, with a lot of things. I mean, he actually has a huge... Um, uh, IMDb? Yeah. So, uh, but they found his body. And uh, I don't know. That's all I know. I don't know if it was anything else, but Nicholas Coster, who touches us. Not, the, not that I know uh, of. And... <laughs> <Where'd he go? laughs> that was sick. You were a sick, sick man. You take it uh, away. He you was uh, in the Star Trek Next Generation um, show Offspring. 
which when Data made his daughter, and she he was the guy who wanted to take her and take her apart and find out what made her tick, and then she uh, she discovered love without the emotional chip, and she couldn't handle it, and then she uh, shorted out. It was a very Spoilers. good episode. It was, <laughs> it was a very good episode. It was actually one of the better episodes of TNG, if you could believe that, <laughs> because uh, that was such a high-quality show. Uh, and then, of course, I save uh, Homer Hoags for last. Uh, another We've lost another Tuskegee Airman, and I like to uh, thank them for their service. And uh, I, there cannot be many of these guys left. Um, you know what I've been noticing is that we now are past the World War II vets and we're into the uh, Korean, Korean, yeah, where they're and they're ninety years old, dying from the Korean War. So, um, many thanks for your service, Homer. Moment of silence. All right. So for this edition of the world famous, and I have the data to prove it, three old geeks, top three list. In commemoration of us coming to the end of watching 50 of the worst, quote-unquote, worst movies ever. Gentlemen, with 20 minutes on the timer since Mike is here, what are your personal top three worst movies of all time? Do we want to do any low-hanging fruit on this? No. No? Yeah, everyone had di- would have different low-hanging fruit. Okay, I think. fair enough. We're going to probably be stealing some stuff here. And yo! Okay, number three for me... Right, I'm, fr- I'm surprised you were able to put three together because you enjoy any movie on so many levels. I know, and it was it was actually very difficult for me. And I went uh, really with just m- the movies that we had seen in the 50. Okay. Um, because going through what would have been bad movies for me, that would have just been far too long. So I just went with the, the 50 that we saw. And this one, uh, it, with the with the talent that they had and the money that they had to make it, the fact that this came out to be such a shitty film um, just shocks me, and that's Ishtar. With Warren Beatty yeah. and, and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. That, that you would have such a mainstream... You would expect a B-movie to be bad, but you don't expect yeah. a, a mainstream, that kind of money, major yeah. studio budget, that kind of talent, straight like, through. Yeah, several Academy Awards. Like, Groden was the best part of that. Yes. And a little higher on my list. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah was, but I, I just didn't expect just that to so be bad, so man. shitty. Uh, so that, for me, Ishtar would be number three. Wow, yeah. I don't know where you're going after that. Holy shit. Um, my number three this, um, would be... It's, it's a bunch of cult films. I, I'll never watch again, could never watch again. It was just repulsive. Is kids. I just... That was just such a oh. bad movie. I mean, there was no oh. redeemable factors to it at all. I actually, because like, I had no a, one learned anything. No I one. left that off my list just because I knew you were going to have it on yeah, yours. Yeah. I have rarely watched. I, as a matter of fact, I was trying to think of another movie that I literally wanted to take a shower. Yeah. Just, after watching that movie, that movie repulsed me. I shut yes. it off. Yeah, I was eating during the just the opening credits, and it, it made me lose my appetite. Yeah, I turned. And it maybe off. And you know what? And maybe that was the whole point of the movie was to be that. Rep- I mean, 
cinema is for a number of different things. Maybe the whole point of that movie was just to, to be as yeah, repulsive as possible. Again, no one developed. There was no character development at all. No one learned anything. I think. Well, I think that was the whole point of the movie is that these kids were all trapped in this. And I mean, and, I, and here I am playing Brian defending a bad movie, but these kids were all trapped in this situation. They didn't know any other w- way to get out of their situation, and they were just this is the, this is what their life was going to be. Possibly, I, I, I just don't know why it needs to be told. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not. Uh, uh, it didn't. It's not uh, a warning to other people that, that you could be trapped in this life. Yeah. Do so, there's nothing to it that does anything. You know what? And it's funny because there was we no had watched. Ray of hope uh, or it, uh, uh, Laan or Laane. 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 I don't think that's how you pronounce it though. Does it's la la. I, my other movie pod, my movie podcast, actually said what it was, and I it's Lahan or Lane yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. But uh, that was the same type of trapped in a, a horrible situation yes. in a bad area, and but but it was done in such a way that you you at least had some were, empathy for the characters, and you had you had people who were. Trying to do something yes. right, but we're trapped in this and trying. Yes, you know, there and, was there was and, a struggle. It wasn't like, oh, this is our life. Let's fucking do whatever we want. Yeah, no, there was not. Uh, there was a hope. And, there was yeah. a and and at the end, there was a, a. And there were people in there who had redeemable factors. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. At the end, where where the way it ends, you you see hope die, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. and you don't ever get that feeling with kids. No, not at all. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose that's a, just a, how do you end up on the uh, criterion list or whatever the mm, fuck that is? Cult list, yeah. And then how do you end up on a cult film list? Yeah, yeah. All right, Mike, okay. what do you got? Out of the ones that I've watched, uh, and I didn't watch, thank God, the, the all of them that you did as far as the 50 movies or even the, like, kids, but yeah. Superman 4... Quest for Peace has got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Come on, man. There you go. (laughs) It's teaching us that nuclear weapons are bad. You know, talk about nuclear man. Nuclear man. Nuclear man. The fight on the fucking moon. They run out of. uh, So cool. They run out of money literally in the middle of the movie they can't afford to do special effects there's it's just Richard such Pryor. a bad movie was no, it? That no, was, that was, no that was number a, three that's the third one. Oh, that's the third one yeah, third yeah. One. Oh. you got drunk superman in that one that's yeah kind of, the fucking hammered superman, superman is cool. just shooting peanuts through bottles that 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 four minutes is cool yeah, the nuclear man, the fight on the that was so cool. Just a, just uh, a big net full of nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> he puts yeah. them all in like a laundry <laughs> bag and throws them into the sun. Yeah, just nothing <laughs> happens to the sun. <laughs> just such a bad movie on so many levels, right. and it, it's it, so good. You're right. I don't. Yeah. Know. What are you talking? Yeah. It was fun. Christopher Reeve was great. well. You know, and, and Christopher Reeve doing that movie. I mean, I, I felt I, bad I, for him. I felt bad for him too. It's like. You he know, must legally be obligated that I have you know, to do you this know what? movie. What is the famous line from uh, Michael Caine? Like, well, why did you, you know, you're in Jaws 3D. That's like one of the worst yeah, movies yeah. ever made. Jaws 3D bought me a very nice house in the yeah, countryside. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Just, I don't know. It's, for me, what I watch, I watch it the first time. One time, I've never watched again. I don't have a, any desire to watch it again. I just, for me, it's just. Convince Horrible. him. Somehow convince him no, to watch it. No. Come on. I dare you. Horrible. No, because I understand. Uh, I'll never watch the Brian Singer Superman again. 
Alright, so uh, I have mentioned this one I believe once before. It is the only videotape I have ever returned to a video store before watching the whole movie. I'm pretty much a completist. Even if the movie's bad, I'll watch it to the end. With the exception of this week's movie. And that is... Mario Van Peebles and Christopher Lambert and Keith. I know you own this. Gunman. Oh, you kidding? Gunman. Oh, it is literally one of. I I think I made it about twenty minutes through. I like it. It was fucking terrible. You have these two. I they were mercenaries or fucking whatever they were. They're Mario Van Peebles is wearing a leather, a long leather blade style coat in the middle of like the Amazon jungle. Because it had looks to look really badass. fucking cool. It keeps the fucking mosquitoes off you. If Christopher you, Lambert no, no is fucking as awesome as... Like, I have never seen him in anything but Highlander where I thought he was any good whatsoever. Like, how he got work at, you know, auditioning for any other movie, I do not know. Because he was fucking terrible in this. I made it through you 20 minutes, night, I rewound it, and, moves? And, I, and, I, and I took it back. It is literally the worst action movie I have I ever seen. I have a question regarding, did you rewind... I did rewind. Okay, I there did. You go. I, 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 I knew always he was a rewind. follower. I always rewind. Be kind. Rewind. I, do too. I always rewind. All right, but what watch is your number movie, two worst movie of all time? Uh, again, this goes to uh, the amount of money they could spend on this and the talent involved, uh, and that was Leonard Part okay, Six. Okay, that's my number two as well. Yeah, I had I, a feeling there was going to be some crossover, and when we we reviewed that one, and you're reading like. Cosby was at the height of his of his power in Hollywood, and he had yes men just telling him, "Well, oh, this is the funniest movie ever." There was, it it was did he not uh, know how to read? It was a vanity project, and it just and, and let me ask you this. Or, let me ask you this. Like, okay, so we, you you had brought up Ishtar, and we and I, everybody, I think everybody can agree, Groden was fucking awesome in it. Yeah. What what was the rede- like? What was the there was nothing. There was nothing like there was not one part of this really horrible movie where you went. You know what? This movie sucked, but this guy was really good, or this was really funny, or whatever. It was yeah. just all in all, one hundred percent shit. Shit. Yeah, it was just shit. Uh, I don't the the fact that it got made. I don't. I wouldn't even give it that one star. I mean... All right, what's I your number two? I that one out because I figured that'd be yours. Um. I'm going by a movie that no one knows about, but I saw, and it's like one of the only movies I actually more or less walked out of theater. It was just so bad. Uh, so, and then later on, I rented tapes to see the end, and I I, I, made, I made the right decision. I should have actually got a refund. <laughs> no, uh, it's a movie called Weekend Pass. It came out in the mid '80s. It's four crewmen who go off. On like a weekend pass, and it's a, does that got Kevin Costner in it? I don't think so. Oh, I got to look because uh, that's one that's familiar to me. I think it, I rented it. I yeah, it was I, horrible. And it's was like it supposed boring. to be like a teenage sex? It was, yeah, it was, but it was didn't even have that. I mean, you you can you know. Uh, oh, if it does, Spring Break is a be- way better movie than that. I mean, there's so many more that were done well, and it's just like boring, and and you didn't care about any characters, and you know, it was just like. 1988 comedy. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Who's in it? 84. Uh, 84. Oh, 84, yeah. That makes much Yeah. Patrick Hauser, Chip McAllister, D.W. Brown. So it was Star Pact. Is uh, anyone in there who has no. a name that. I think no. this killed everyone in his career yeah. from the get go. Because it was just god awful. Oh, yeah. I'll, I can't even remember. Anything about it that other than I Bunny couldn't. Bunny Summers. Oh, Phil Hartman. Phil fucking Hartman is in it. 
He's like probably Joe in there for Chicago. like two seconds. Joe Chicago. Oh, I had to look a whole. Joe Chicago. Joe yeah. Chicago. Good name. Yeah, it is a good yeah, name. It is a cool name. I, I don't know if I got to that initial feeling. Oh yeah. And, and it's before Phil Hartman was Phil Hartman. Anyway, it would have been oh. Yeah, I don't. It was so. Yeah, that's just a movie that no one's heard of that sucked, and uh, just uh, tailed. If you if you find it in a dollar bin or a fifty cent bin, just leave it there. If you have a VCR that can record over it, you might play, it might be worth the blank tape, but that's about it. All right, uh, my second one, and I'm not taking any off the the Tubi's fifty worst oh, movie see, list. He's a, he's a trailblazer. So I'm I'm thinking of movies that should have been on that list. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I think there's several movies we can all agree. My, my number one is one that should, should not, have been on that list. Should not have been on that list. So this one should definitely have been on. <laughs> 1981, okay. Tarzan the Ape Man, with Bo Derrick, oh, because, okay. because, not, <laughs> not, you could see the look of shock <laughs> on Brian's face, because Bo Derrick, if you're gonna make a soft you get core, paint white. if you're gonna if you're gonna make a soft core porn yeah. movie, <laughs> you know what, Bolero came out around yeah. the same time. Bolero you don't need, is, you, don't yeah, need. you don't need to ruin Tarzan by making putting Bo Derrick in ten and Bolero white. White. Even though even the chimpanzees like in that a, movie were horrible, and like, what the fuck are we doing she in this was movie? A hot ghostly. Uh, yeah, Richard you, Harris. You had the big uh, indigenous person the size yeah. of a truck that the, fought Tarzan. What about that? No, that who played Tarzan anyway? I was just some that up. some guy that I don't think <laughs> that, he ever got that, work again. Was this the guy who directed? Um, I can't this was John Bo, Derrick. This, John, John Derrick. 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 Okay, John Derrick. Yeah, yeah. He husband, put, he yeah. put Bo in it. I yeah. mean. Yeah, he wanted to I've show always, off the piece of ass he was getting. I, <laughs> like, yeah, he well, always okay. liked that shit. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, there but you go. You don't need to put her in ruined Tarzan. Look how hot my wife is. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Y'all but, wish you were me. Innocent now. Jane. Bo Derek. <laughs> I is that just, the name in I saw Miles O'Keefe. Miles O'Keefe. Miles O'Keefe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Ator. I don't even think I finished that movie. I'm a completist. I like to yeah, see I, it I to the end, and I don't. I'm not quite sure I finished it. I didn't it. finish for a different. It was, I fucking finished it. I finished it. More you finished once. it in a different way. <laughs> I hope you didn't. Brian that was watching it. Brian was watching on a Friday night. Yeah. That movie finished me. <laughs> if you got that VHS tape and it's sticky, now we yeah, know. Well, you know. Yeah, he couldn't rewind. <laughs> oh, brother. All right, well, actually, my number two was my backup since uh, Brian cited Leonard and stuff like that, and that was actually off the cult movie list. Oh! He's going to be fighting words. I do not get why people think Saturday Night Live past, like, the original cast is funny. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. Um, He's right. There's a couple of them, you know, like the Eddie Murphy and, you know, Dennis Miller and stuff like that. There's always been some shining stars and stuff like that. MacGruber. Oh yeah, there's a sequel yes. coming. I know. Oh, I heard there's a sequel coming, which I, I, which boggles my mind. That, I mean, that would have been my number one. I completely forgot I, about I, that. I, I just there was, I love Airplane. I love like the kind of those parody movies. You know, it, you know, Blazing Saddles is a is a send up of like cowboy movies. And so yeah. This just was not 
funny. But it's not only I that. The, the skits that it's based we're, on we're that like they did on SNL long. are not funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and they were half a minute long. Who right. went, went these unfunny things that are half a minute long? We're putting in an hour and a half movie. That's yes. going to be great. Are you fucking kidding me? Kristen Wiig was great now. Shut up. Shut up, dude. She's great. No, I just... I, oh, she was wonderful Cheetah, too. I and, and actually, like... Oh, she was really good as Cheetah. And then Ghostbusters. Yeah, she was... She, she's I didn't a, like her in Ghostbusters. But, um... And then I've seen Will Forte in other things. I've yeah. seen Kristen Wiig in other yeah. things, and they're very, very talented people. That film I mean, Val was one Bill of my Hader. all-time favorites. And it's just this... Like you, like you were saying, this combination of, like, people who are talented and the money behind and stuff, this movie was just terrible. All right, Brian, what is your number one worst movie of all time? For me, and I made it through this one. So that's, I, I figure a movie so that I, no I didn't make it through, then, uh, and I think there was nudity in this. A movie that I didn't make it through is so bad, but uh, I had to make it through in order to say this is bad. Uh, this is, and that was uh, Greetings. Was it Brian De Palma or? Yes. Uh, it was Brian De Palma was like one of his first, first or second films. movie. Uh, yeah, it's got De Niro, yeah, De Niro in it. Yeah, De Niro in it, and what a fucking waste. And that was, it just, it was one of those, it was like vignettes of stupidity that made no sense. On, uh, I didn't. Yeah, the Kennedy assassination, and, and I yeah. thought that would have hooked you. And, no. Oh, no. It was bad, yeah. It, it was just disjointed. It didn't... It, it didn't need to be made. There's no... No. It really was... It's sort of like... If you followed Brian's brain, it'd just jump in from yeah. kinds of things. Which you would think, that oh, mo- that would the, be cool. Most Brian people don't care follow about this. <laughs> yeah. Brian would be the guy to really dig this film because it just jumps all over the fucking place. No. At least in my brain, shit makes sense. It connects somehow. <laughs> yeah, it all connects somehow. Yeah, I just thought it was a shitty movie. Now, Mike, what what else? Uh, what other part of my childhood are you going to throw on the fire right now? I know what he's, I, I I think I know what his number one is. You want me to go next because you were you've been no, going second. No, it's okay. Okay, you take my number one. I'm sure it is. No, it's uh, 19, This might have. I'm going to do a Lancis because I couldn't uh, decide. Oh on my which god! One. So you have two worst movies. I have two worst movies of so all. He's going to steal Keith's and Lancis. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I, I don't think anybody's got mine. So, 1984, we, my wife and I went to the old Century Theater. Yeah. Right? Uh, up by, uh, up on service golf merchandise, and, yeah. by Service Merchandise. Century 1, 2, 3. Uh, the theater was dying. There was actually, we went there to see this movie. The roof was leaking. There were actually buckets <laughs> at different yeah. parts of the seats. Were, they were the they were catching water. It always has like the greatest stories. Yes. It's the best that, soundtrack. That drinking. To, to, it kept a rhythm. <laughs> dripping water as we're trying to watch... Ghoulies and Ghoulies 1984 <laughs> with the bad puppets coming up trying to scare I, people. I don't know if it was, it wasn't scary, it wasn't even funny at times. Why I just, would you take your wife to see that? It was because we liked horror movies going out. And well, Mike, if you'd like to relieve, relieve this, uh, I would have some buckets dripping water in your house or something like that because that's literally the movie that's on next Saturday on fucking Spanguli. Oh, we'll have to watch it. Yeah, that's the one where the, I, I the puppet comes to up through the toilet. With the toilet, yes, yeah. I took my wife to Critters. We were upscale. Yeah, it was Ghoulies. The theater without the Watching, watching the theater, Ghoulies oh. with uh I can't believe you saw that in the, the theater. theater. Yeah. How fucking cool is that? You thought it was going to be kind of like a, a funny, you know, like, a, like Gremlins. Like Gremlins or something. It was supposed to be, a, you know, that's when Gremlins came out yeah. and Critters and Ghoulies. Wow. And, 
Yeah, it was not. It was horrible. This is What's what, your uh, second half of the lion's share? Oh, the share? second half, I still, this is off the uh, 50 worst movies. Every time I think that we spent three fucking hours watching this, I get pissed off. That's the trial of Billy uh. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. Hate that movie. Oh, hate I that movie. That one. <laughs> yeah, that Can't was, believe you know spent what? three I'm, hours watching I'm glad watching somebody this. brought that up because I completely forgot about I it. Too, and yeah. I would have, that would have been my number yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. That would have been your low hanging. That would been your low hanging fruits. That that yes. would have been low hanging because how was that, that number fucking, one? The fight at the end with the oh my! It God. took two and a half hours Three to get hours. into the fight at the end. Of, of, look at this beautiful kid. sunflower, and you're, you're you're and we have to hug people who abuse children so they don't abuse them anymore. I can fight myself, and then, my blue self, and then you kill the the kid. You purposely introduce that little handicapped kid, and you purposely kill him just to prove a point. I don't know, it was just I. Oh, but he fucking when he's dragging himself. Like a little, he's not going to give up, even though he has bullets in him. I hated it. I hated, I hated that, that movie. I fucking okay. hated that movie, dude. Wow, mine seems anticlimactic now. <laughs> my, my number one is, I think, renownedly hated by everyone who, you know, likes comics. Uh, Halle Berry's Catwoman. Yes. Don't, don't give me Sharon Stone? Yes. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? How do you... Uh, the I, basketball scene alone. I had that I will, on my... I won't, I won't lance it, too, because I had another number one, but... Uh, oh, now you're just looking for things to pop yeah. up my ass, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, the other one's Creeping Terror. Oh, wait. Which was horrendous. We gotta we got to keep going. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Creeping Terror was horrendous. It was it's generally considered the second worst movie after Plan Nine. However, what? when you when you find out everything about that scumbag that fucking directed yeah. and acted in it, there's another there's a reason to hate it on a level. I mean, it, it, normally it's just, oh, it's a fun bad you know. Yeah, that no. guy was a fucking scumbag. Yes, my number one worst movie of all time is a little ditty called, and we might need to watch this just so I can show you how bad it is. From 1965, it's called Monster A Go-Go. It's one I've of those... It. it started in, uh, and I, you know, it's 50s bad horror. However, it's so bad, it's hard to fucking stomach. It's one of those that started filming in 1961. Uh, they dropped, you know, they, they dropped interest on the project. They, somebody picked it up. Uh, two schlock directors, so you got Bill Rebane and Herschel Gordon-Lewis on this one. Herschel Gordon-Lewis couldn't get the people back. For the, from the first half, so like half the characters fucking disappear halfway through the movie when they start it back up again. And they're different actors? Or the char- yeah, completely different actors. Yeah. Complete, different characters the whole nine yards. They oh, have geez. a space capsule that nobody could fit in. The monster... Uh, you think that the, the, the astronaut lands back on Earth, he's you know, turned into a monster via radiation. You find out at the end, oh no, he's fine, and they found him in the North Atlantic uh, Ocean, and... The monster was taking his place or something like that. It makes absolutely no sense. They lost half the dialogue for the movie, so there's one of those ones where there's narration over it and stuff like that. There's a Mystery Science Theater version. It's hard to even sit through that. It's one of the worst, my worst movie of all time. Oh, we got to watch it. I'm in. I mean, I think I've seen it before. I've never heard of that one. Monster Go-Go. Monster Go-Go. That was our top three worst movies of all time. Let us know what yours are.
right, so for this edition of Sunday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater, we watched 1978's Shaolin Mantis, otherwise known as The Deadly Mantis, directed by martial arts legend Lao Kar Leung, and starring David Chiang, Lily Lee, Norman Chui, Lao Kar Wing, and in a bit part, podcast favorite, Gordon Liu, who was the monk with oh. the headbutts at the beginning. Nice. Yeah. Yes, so you have Choice. a man who uh, is sent by the Ming Emperor to spy on, again, a rebellious clan. A lot of those going around. A lot of rebellious clans. Uh, he ingratiates himself to the daughter, Shi Shi, and you know her name is Shi Shi because they say it about five million fucking times in this movie to the point of annoyance. But in subtitles it says Gigi. Just to let you know. G-I-G-I. You have uh, her and him bumping uglies, if you will. So he marries her, the honorable thing to do. And he is... uh, I don't think they were bumping uglies. I think she lied. You think she lied? I think she lied. She liked him as a teacher. He was an honorable man. All right. Well, anyways, David Chiang basically wants to go visit his parents... And says he's going to take Xi Xi with her with him, and the uh, d- agreement that they made is if you marry this man, we know he's a spy, so he can never go back to the uh, never go back, leave the village or whatever. Uh, they are planning to leave. They are going to s- sneak out of the castle. <coughs> they are stopped by this clan of people, and most of them kind of. Well, you know, we have to fight you to put up a kind of a fight on this. You gotta go through the five gates. You gotta go through the five gates. And uh, everybody kind of lets them pass until they get to the the patriarch of the clan. Who knows the shadow tape? Well, the one guy didn't either. The the third uncle or whatever. The third uncle. The the, the guy with the sword and staff thing. Yeah, he was really seriously trying to kill him. Uh, Mom helped. And, uh, yes, so uh, Zhishi and her mother, the patriarch of the clan, kills both of them. David Chiang escapes and teaches himself in a really unique... He didn't teach him. Well, let me finish. In a really unique training sequence, he is taught Mantis Kung Fu by a praying mantis. And I don't know how the fuck they trained that motherfucker, but that mantis had talent. He goes back to get revenge for the death of his wife and his mother-in-law and to steal the little secret thing that he put in her jade pendant or whatever. And at the end, in one of the most fucked up endings of any kung fu, of any movie I've ever seen, the hero wins, he completes his mission, but his father hates the Ming Emperor just as much as everybody else does. He poisons both of them. Which his, taught the Ming Emperor Which taught the Ming Emperor absolutely nothing. His <laughs> son is spitting up blood, and the and in Shaw Brothers tradition, it it cuts the movie ends on him in the middle of the fight. fight. You don't know if he lives or dies. Oh, no, no, you know he dies. He dies. He's been poisoned, yeah. and he he's goes, got shit coming out of his mouth yeah, the whole time. His well. dad poisons himself and his son. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just to spite because the, the, No, the not just to spite him, because his son dishonored the family... By killing the hero. Yeah. So it turns out the rebellious the patriarch clan... That his father never hero. told him that he yeah. was pa- the hero. He never yeah. said, I'm on their side. But, but the deal was that he had to go find these people and get information. In three months, his father loses all his lands. In six it's months, his parents are thrown in prison. And after a year, they're killed. Yeah. yeah. So he's kind of on a timetable. Yeah. 
as far as and his his and didn't they, they do set, up, they kind of set that up in the D- Detective D too? Like you have a we- you have a week yes. to figure out this mystery, or I'm going to behead you. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's uh, they take their timetable serious over there. I wish that so they do that at my job. But anyways, <laughs> this was a great movie. This was just fucking great. The, uh, the, the whole right. part with the the Asian Jiminy Cricket teaching him out. No, yeah, the whole part with the praying mantis <laughs> was so surreal. Yeah, that you just had to go. How he picks up the log and <laughs> yeah, picks, I, throws a stick at him. He picked up the stick and said, yeah, I, I, I kind of felt the opposite. I, I, <laughs> the, the first 75 minutes or the first 45 minutes of this movie, there's really no kung fu. Yeah, right? well, the, the, you have one very, the, the first 10 minutes, right. is five, 10 minutes of kung fu, then you have an hour of no kung fu, and then you have like uh, 20 minutes of kung but fu. But man, that never stopped. It was just an exciting story the whole time. Shiji, Gigi, Chichi, whatever her name was. You said that, that said, multiply that by twenty, and that was the time the, the the amount of times they said that woman's name. It was really fucked. That's annoying. because she was precocious. She was a wild she Gigi. Yeah. All I wrote down was that girl needed to be spanked. <laughs> oh yeah, she did. <laughs> Don't poke the bear. I like the I like Especially the end of the movie. Bear. I didn't like the beginning. It's like two different movies. It's the first half drama, kind of romantic comedy, kind of a little bit. Yeah. And the second half is the kung fu movie. And even the first couple uh, fight scenes, until they got to Granddad and fighting him and, and the one mean uncle, the other ones were kind of loose, not spectacular. What I expected. I did like the training of the mantis. I did like, you know, that last fight, but this one, yeah, I just thought this one, I liked it, but I didn't love it. It was okay to get through. It wasn't, you know, you said it was a great movie. I I disagree with that. You know what? I thought the the fight with Gordon Liu, you know what I'd like to know is, and this struck me because we've seen it now a lot of times. How do they do the dots? It's um, <laughs> they take they literally bur- uh, Buddhist monks back in the day would burn. They take incense, the burning incense, and they would scar their heads for the amount of years that they were like that was like almost like their rank. Oh, and those were actually burn scars that they would burn into their scalp. The more burn scars, the more burn higher, scars, the higher of a rank you have. The other thing I like too is what is it's kind of like a, a three. The three section the, the staff. Three section staff. I my thought that was cool. Deal. Love my yeah. When he pulled that out. I'm like, okay, now we're getting seen. Yeah, now that we're was talking. Cool. That was cool. Then he pulled out a fucking the the staff, just the staff against the sword for the first guy. I was like, oh, okay, this yeah. is cool. Yeah. And then beats the shit out of him. You know what? I I the kung fu in this the the first fight scene, the one with Gordon Liu with the head button, yeah. uh, and then he defeats him by sticking his finger in his ear. That's some badass kung fu. If you can just work. stick your finger in someone's yeah, ear. Yeah, this was Lao Kar Leung, who's real famous fight coordinator for the director, fight coordinator for the the Shaw Brothers and stuff like that. The the, the kung fu was not lacking when we had it. Yeah. But to Mike's point, there wasn't it a was lot of, lacking it, in the movie. This I wasn't mean. a a Shaw Brothers nonstop. We're going from one fight scene to the other, and no, and and I didn't think it needed to be. Uh, I think they established what they needed to establish. Uh, they needed to give you a reason why this guy would would kill the patriarch, because really he had no reason to up until he killed Chi Chi. Yeah, yeah. 
Although when they're fighting them, they, they choose your weapons. They choose these little knives. <laughs> that was silly. <laughs> like, like, okay, this guy's got that that He's pipe. Like, pipe and and again, I don't think I've ever as many of these as I've watched. I don't think I've ever seen anybody use a, a big pipe. pipe, an iron pipe, as yeah. a weapon. Yeah. And when I say iron pipe, not like uh, not a like, plumbing pipe, yeah. a smoking pipe, yeah, smoking yeah, pipe, yeah. 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 Yeah, and then Gordon, uh, what's it, David Chang, uh, he fucking takes it with this praying mantis hands. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> on, well, that was the whole thing. He kept on clutching on and you couldn't get out away from him. Yeah, his, yeah. He, yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't get out of his yeah, grasp. Yeah, yeah, and that's what he learned from the mantis when he tried mantis. to flick him off. He's like, still there. <laughs> yeah. But just, you know, at the end, they try to make out at the, it's throughout the whole movie that the upper... Uh, is when he sends them to spy on him, right? He's the bad emperor. He's, there's a, a bunch of clans that are going to overthrow him. You think he's bad because he tells the hero, hey, you know, your family is going to be in, yeah. in, imprisoned, and after a year we're going to behead him. And, okay, he's the bad guy. You want you understand why he has to go. I thought it was going to be, okay, I'm going to go against, I'm going to join the clan, and I'm going to go against the... Uh, the emperor that's got his the my emperor, family, yeah. right? That's got my family. Ex- except the head of the clan, the the ones that he's going to spy, he actually he kills his own daughter, and he kills his sister, and he kills his sister in law. You're kind of like, well, who oh, is the good daughter, person? Who is the yeah. who is the person that he should be fighting for? Who is the person that? It's you know, that it's, gray area in the Shaw brothers films that leaves you. One more. Uh, you have the hero who's righteous and has a good heart, and and who should he fight for? Who is the hero? Is there a hero? Dead. Boys. I don't think there was a hero no, in this, this one. movie. This yeah. was this not was a this, this was a uh, much like life. This this was a story of many perspectives. That fucking twist ending. Yeah, <laughs> I literally. I thought I thought when he killed the when he killed the old man, I was like, okay, he's just gonna walk away like typical Shaw Brothers. And then you get this this little kicker at the end, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, Holy yeah. Christ! Yes, I I did not see it. I did yeah, not. I didn't see it coming. I I I got done, and you know the way their movies end, you're just sitting there kind of like with your jaw on the floor, going, what the hell just yeah. happened? Yeah, I thought he was gonna kill the emperor, and then you see, yeah, yeah. I thought the, I thought. So I thought the, he was going to do the old and, and, and give him the, yeah, the inconceivable, right. and we'll switch yeah, yeah, the yeah. the drinks around or something like well, that. You first, yeah, uh, yeah. The whole praying mantis thing didn't help at the end there. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, no, no. Praying mantis didn't show him that. No, I still liked it. I still, I, I, I thought it, it was. I, as far as unique kung fu stories. One of the more unique ones I've ever yeah. seen. There, there's a I'll little lull in the it middle. Was con- unique, but it just. It took a while to get going and and to see the action. You know, I kept waiting for the mantis to come too. Like, okay, it's Shaolin mantis. Where the hell is the mantis? And it's in the last twenty first, minutes. Twenty minutes of the movie that you finally see. That's it. a new. It new, is ma- new Matthew. What do you? Who? Where'd you learn it? I taught, I taught myself. myself. Yeah. I no, you, the mantis. The mantis taught you. You didn't teach yourself. Yeah. 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 I mean, even Spirit when is mantis. when he was mantis. holding that big stick. Kind of like the mantis yeah. was. Yeah. I thought that was really that cool. That was pretty cool. Was yeah, the big bamboo like log. Yeah, because yeah. it's not you know they're not there's no CGI back then, so they're trying to maybe they had wires holding it up. But I, I'm sure it was pop, balsa. I'm sure. Yeah, but still it's just the way he was holding it was yeah. pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You still I mean, heavy, you still gonna have the guys, strength in your fingers to do it. 
Yeah, uh, and and where do you get a movie where a mantis teaches you kung fu? Uh, Little known fact: the mantis was the same mantis who was the stunt double for the giant mantis in the American version from 1954 of the Deadly Mantis. No, he wasn't. He'd be 30 years old. <laughs> Mantises live little. to be do 70. They, do they? Yeah. Do they? yeah. Okay. Oh, God, everybody knows that. No, they don't. Uh, I didn't know that. See, you're not the only one that could do dad jokes, Keith. Old Mantis. <laughs> uh, hey, old okay. Mantis, what do you got to teach me? In keeping with, it be? The, uh, <laughs> with the Chinese female empowerment, as they do, uh, that would have obviously been a female Mantis. Teaching him. Uh, there you go. Of course, obviously. Yeah. Well, everyone knows that those moves are female moves. Duh. Well, <laughs> like, fight like the, a girl. <laughs> well, like, the other thing, too, is they're trying to, you know, the clan was so important, and, and granddad says my family is important, and yet. He kills. He kills. Yeah, he granddaughter, kills daughter, and then, and No, no, because she um, betrayed him. So once you betray, now you're not part of the family. But then once you betray still... the clan, you're not part of the clan. You're dead. And so the fact that she stuck with her husband uh, and went against him meant that he was no longer his her grand his granddaughter. Did it hurt him that he killed her? Yes, it hurt him greatly. But you his have to make those decisions as a patriarch of a clan. That you yeah. can't have, you, you, you can't have disloyalty. You don't think Brian hasn't killed someone in his family because they betrayed him. That's a good thing. I hope Brandon doesn't betray Keith anytime soon. So, I like the uh, the mom too. I thought, yeah, you know, Chi Chi's mom. That hair, the way she had her hair done, kept throwing me. It was like Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. She had like the, but, the curls, yeah, like the but it, curls. No, she had it went straight down and then along her jawline. Yeah, so it was just like, straight down like wax and, to her face. Or yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. it was very masculine. It cut a very masculine form on her face, um, and so that threw me. What's her name? Had the curls, Chichi. Yeah, I'm gonna see how many times we can say Chichi. In You're this. saying it as many times as they said it in the movie, <laughs> and it's really starting to annoy me, Brian. I can't there. believe that they named uh, a Chinese girl Chichi. Are you going to tell me that that's a common name? No, I was going to say it translated to something like cute or something like that in, in Mandarin or something oh, like okay. that. All right, boys, so Deadly Venom Scale. What did we think of the Deadly Manus, a.k.a. Shaolin Manus? I think just based on um, the twist ending, which did I did not see coming, uh, I enjoyed the story. I know you guys were more into the I want to see the fighting, but I enjoyed the buildup of the story. And the love story between uh, Chi-Chi and the man. That's because you're more sensitive uh, than Chi-Chi and the man? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great TV show. <laughs> I think that uh, I am going to give this one a straight up three and a half. As opposed to a crooked one? Yeah. Okay. What do you got, Mike? Mid-twos? Yeah, low twos? I would say... <laughs> let's, say <laughs> let's go uh, 2.25. How's okay. that? <laughs> point. Okay, that'll that'll throw Keith off. Keith, what did you get? What, oh, uh, I, just say, I'm, I'll go three point two five. It's got to so be a two watt. So, so slightly below. Well, since we're and since we're doing uh, we're doing uh, fractions, fractions we'll and with, decimals here. He's gonna do I one would, seven five. No, I uh, just the absolute uniqueness of the story. I love the training sequence. I still can't figure out how they got the 
I mean, if they just knew that this is how a mantis would react, if we threw a stick at it or something like that. There's probably, there is probably a, a fishing wire, yeah. pins, and fire involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, probably... that is probably the most abused mantis, yeah. and there's probably seven of them. Uh... It, was, it was all like, it was dead mantis. They shoved wires yeah. up, and you had some underneath going like this. That's why I'm going to say uh, to throw off the average three and three quarters or point seven five deadly oh, venoms. Man. I would want seven. Eight. That was Shaolin Madness. Give it a watch. Let us know what you think. All right, so we have come to the number one worst movie of all time on Tubi's list of worst movies of all time. We have. Uh, Hit our milestone, and we've been doing this for the better part of a year. So I have nothing left to say other than you're welcome. We, we've we enjoyed the experience to to a point, but let's get to the meat of the matter, and that is 1964's The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies, which was directed by famous schlock director. Ray Dennis Steckler, with a screenplay by Gene Pollock and Robert Siliphant, and starring Ray Dennis Steckler in his acting uh, uh, nom de guerre, Cash Flag, also starring Carolyn Brandt, Brett O'Hara, Atlas King, Sharon Walsh, and Madison Clark. And uh, this is the second time I have attempted to watch this movie. I attempted to watch them in both versions of, for Mystery Science Theater, which I love. And in both cases, now and 30 years ago, when I was a much younger man, I fell asleep. So I did not get to the end of this one. Oh, well, you missed, you the, missed, whole, the, you missed yeah, the whole the thing. Whole, yeah, the whole revelation oh God, of the, the movie was at the end. Was the end. All right, well, you've oh got God. a traveling carnival of salacious women. Let's put it that way. Salacious me. <laughs> you have the uh, two... Yeah, Bomb Chickawawa. There you okay. go. There's a kid in the store right now. Uh, That's why I asked him. You why? have these two slackers and their girlfriend uh, go to the carnival. Uh, Cash Flag is hypnotized by Carmelita, the hypnotist. Carmelita? No, Carmelita. Esmeralda? Carmelita's the dancer. Esmeralda's the She's the salacious one. You have uh, him become obsessed with her, and uh, some acid gets sprayed on people, so they become sort of acid-sprayed zombies, and uh, that's, that's what she just dumps acid on them. Yeah. She just I mean, dumps acid yeah. on the ones that make her mad. One of my favorite characters of any movie ever, which rivals Torgo, and that is the chain-smoking Ortega. Yes. Had you know what's funny is that the chain-smoking Ortega, you couldn't even watch the whole film. And he becomes one of your favorites next to Torgo. I, just, I, had, a, I had a Halloween mask like that I was when say, I was a kid. It was like a Halloween mask with a cigarette, like the hole cut in the mouth, and then they, they had the guy like hold the cigarette in his mouth Wait, the that was in his face? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he was, he was funny. Uh... This was a uh, and this was billed cautionary as, tale. This was uh, billed as a horror uh, com- or a horror musical, and it beat Horror of Party Beach by a month. And if you've never seen Horror of Party Beach, 
that's the surf uh, surf guitar uh, horror musical. That one you said through. Oh yeah. Oh yes. When there is a when there is a gang fight between the bikers and the beachgoers, and it's more like uh, the Jets versus the Sharks, you sit you stay awake for that one, pal. Ooh, hate musicals. You stay I thought. Awake. Oh, you stay awake for me. that one. Believe me, you can't. Sleep. <laughs> you can't sleep. Uh, I think that what puts things in the bad movie list for Tubi was just being boring. I think that if you if you have action throughout the whole thing, you're much higher on the list. You but if you're just, just being flat boring, boring because uh, I, I, this movie wanted to be serious, it, it really did. There was a whole scene where he's wandering the streets after he murders the the uh, dancer who was not a uh, she was just a dancer in a nightclub uh, doing a nightclub act. Uh, so she the wasn't even dancer. she was an alcoholic, but that's what made her a loose woman. But uh, and she wasn't even a loose woman. I about to say she no. The other dancers were far looser. But uh, after he stabs her and they go through the dance number for his fevered dream, <laughs> where she's got the red face and the other one's got the white face and there's a lot going on. There was a lot of symbolism. You think they got the painted face from Trial of Billy Jack? Because there was no blue. Uh, well, uh, Trial of Billy Jack came out after. So I think that, that that's probably it stole from that. Uh, because, again, the symbolism was so powerful. But uh, then he's walking the streets, and I don't know if you picked it up because it was beautiful. <coughs> they they had him walking the street, but the shot from the actual trolley car, as as it Which went up lovely. and he faded into the, uh, probably fell asleep during that. Part. Yeah, that was gorgeous. It was the, gorgeous. The, there was, was a more lot. Than Fifteen minutes into the film, he was gone. Yeah, that was uh, that I was made quite it through, a bit. I made it through like two thirds of this before I I. I there was quite a bit into it uh, when he stops by the hobo who's listening to the transistor radio and hears the news yeah. about the killing. And then he knows he did it because he was taken in by Carmelita, her beauty, and tranced him. It's actually Australia. No, it was actually the spinning thing that took The spinning wheel. <laughs> it's spinning wheel. No, Carmelita was the... Carmelita was the one that drip. Lured him into the, the spinning wheel right. of hypnotism. Right. So Carmelita was the stripper. Australia was, was the, the fortune teller. Fortune teller with the, the, the with the, the mole that moved and got bigger and smaller all the time. <laughs> well, it did. As they do. Do you not know how that works with him? With, with, with moles? For, fortune <laughs> me? Depends on where the fortune is. It moves. Yeah. Oh. All I know is when I was watching this movie, two thoughts came to mind. One was... Why do I do this to myself? That was one of them. But the other was, I need Brian's commentary running (laughs) in my ear while I'm watching this movie to make it better. Because I kept waiting for something to happen. And then it would go from, you know, the, the hypnotist and the murder, and then there's a musical number... In the middle of of the show, the wonderful stand up comedy. The stand up that guy sucks. So I'm like, at least <laughs> Brian would be able to do stand up better than this guy's doing it. I don't know what they were trying to do. The whole, the the whole production with all of the dancers. Oh, the other thing I thought of when I was thinking of Brian with this <laughs> was, is it just me or when the when the dancers were up there and the lead singer was. 
putting on a production with the with the girls behind her, and, uh-huh. and she comes up and she takes off like one of the uh, covering outfits, and she turns around. The first thing I thought was that is the biggest bush I've seen on a woman ever, but. It was black feathers. Oh, my effing God. Yes. I thought, oh, my God, she needs to shave. This is horrible. Uh, So I was was exactly right there with you going, I have never seen 70s pie like this. And then, (laughs) and then. And then yes, it it was peacock feathers. That's why. Yes. It was black peacock feathers. Oh, my God. What? He's looking up the image. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you didn't stay awake for that, did you? Uh, the three camera operators and cinematographers on this. What uh, uh, is Curly? No. Uh, Joseph Massarelli, who wrote a book about cinematography, and then the other two are Vilmos Zygmunt, who um, he says that like it's supposed to mean something. Uh, he he was. Spielberg cinematographer and won an Academy Award for Close Encounters. And the other one is Laszlo Koufax, who is like the... I've, I've heard, heard him. That. I've heard Everybody's that heard of Laszlo it, Koufax. He's I, like... I have, and is it Sandy's brother? Yeah, Sandy Koufax's brother, yes. Okay. I've heard Ernie? Of, I've heard of Sandy. Uh, he was the... He's like... Laszlo Koufax is like Martin Scorsese's cinematographer. I heard of him. Uh, Peter Bog- Bogdanovich, mm. yeah, whatever. It's uh, like uh, you, you never mind you. <laughs> well, it's like band members. I, I I know the movie. I don't know who worked on it. Well, the other thing I was gonna say that I liked about watching this movie was, at least I was able to. It was kind of like going back in time and seeing the things from the '60s or '70s. The car, the, t- the transistor radio, the TV, the sets, the, the clothing, shop, the, little the shops. shops. They had there, yeah. yeah, it was all kind of like it brought me back to that time. But yeah. as far as the movie, it's you know the sets were okay, but the movie was he kept waiting for something to happen. It didn't. Other and than then, another musical, se- and then a musical sequence, and then you'd wait for something to happen, then nothing else. That would was happen. life in the sixties. Plus, ah, plus they. Show the bottle of they call it, I'm pretty sure it said poison on the bottle, right? Yes. And the poison then gets dumped on them. On but the, it also said hydrochloric acid. Did it? Yes. I, I saw the poison. Well, hydrochloric acid is poisonous. It is. You don't want to drink it. But they came out deformed from the acid hitting them. It's not like it's a whole two faced thing, right? So they came out deformed depending on how much acid was thrown at them. But it doesn't make them turn into. Walking No, that, that was what the hypnosis was for. Ah, okay. Yes. So this was a, the zombies were a combination of his no, hypnosis and acid scarring. I it just felt like you're trying to get too much in there and, and Romero stole it and yeah. You're hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, it's just it wasn't a I don't think after the stuff that we've watched on this list, I don't think it was the number one bad movie. No, not at all. But there was stuff on here that was just didn't make sense. Tried to be too much. Uh, you know, and then the, and then of course you have the ending, which um, was heartbreaking. As he stood on the rock, and they were all saying, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" And he was his own man. Well, all the, the stunts I, leading up to that, the well, running the only, through, yeah, through the waves, and not like 
fucking hurt. That's the, like, that's the other thing I was thinking. It was too. Jackie Chan like, I need another ten minutes of films, so keep running through the sand and keep running through the waves. Keep going. Are we there yet? No. Run another yes. hundred yards. Run again. Are we there yet? Run another hundred yards. Keep going. And you notice the cop didn't shoot until later. It's, yes. It's, he, he restrained himself. No, he he uh, he had to get that the line. He had to get the. He had to get. The, the, he had shot. one shot. Yeah, yeah. One shot. Well, he's part of his brother. You can see it in his eyes that that I'm not. I'm not leaving until I get my man. That's. Uh, it was him and Flo from. No, what I can't remember the the uh, Alice. 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 Yeah, it was Flo from Alice. Not leaving until she gets her man. And and he had it, and he was, and you could see the hydrochloric acid burning his face because she spritzed him with it. She didn't yeah, pour it on him. No, she she spritzed just, it. Yeah. yeah, it was just a spritz of it before the mixed up well, people who became zombies yeah, yeah. or mixed up zombies well, came still out. Partially. Yeah, he hadn't gotten the full effect of it yet, and then he ran, the way, and then yeah. he stood at the rocks and he screamed in pain at his as his humanity went away. Ah, and he'd been used. This is why I needed this, this track in my ear when I'm watching this movie. It's more interesting than the movie was. They, then they shot him and he died. Did totally you see how they were all gathered around him? How they sheltered him? Because he was a straight he was like a butterfly. He was a strange and unique man who who He's just trying now. He, he was, He's trying he, to do this. No, now. no, he, he, he was a used man. This was not He his was fault. a used man, but did you did they you see him as Ill, Ill, instrument of death? In the, in the beginning though, she said uh that wouldn't be Johnny if Johnny came to the door. If Johnny did the normal things, that wouldn't be Johnny. Uh and the dad, he called the dad. Did you see how he always just called him Martin? Hey Martin. That was it. Was he treated was him her, as an equal? But was that he her wasn't. dad that, or oh, her brother sure that was, was washing the car? That was the dad. Was it dad? It was dad? dad? I thought it was a brother. I, I thought it was a brother, brother because there's a, a big age difference between yeah. him and the mom. Hey, Cougars are his oh, <laughs> mom was a hottie patati right there. You could see. She always dressed in nice. Dressed to the nines. That's what I mean about that time period. You know, it's that whole Mad Men area kind of. And you could see the fear. When I don't even know his fucking name, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> his and friend? the hoodie. When he when he when he strangled uh, Elaine, ah, 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 ah. and then Martin comes running up and he stops, and then uh, and then of course uh, Joan, I think is her name, the mom's name. <laughs> she comes running up and she stops. Just making this up now. Right? Ah! <laughs> and then and then he runs. Uh, Johnny runs because he realizes, oh my god, what have oh I done? Yeah. I'm a I'm a pawn in a deadly game. And he runs and then he stops in front of the mom and he's like, oh, what do I, she could get me? And he kind of jukes her <laughs> and then he gets around her and he heads out and he Jim closes Brown the gate. But did you see how he, he, he closed the gate when he got through it? He closed the gate because he respects people. See, that's just, it's just a part of who he is, a part of who Johnny is when they're not suppressing that and making him stab people in the face. Is Jimmy? I, I believe it was okay. Jimmy, not Johnny. Okay. Was it Jimmy? Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't remember it being Johnny. Well, I don't think it was Johnny either, but it could have been Tony. No. Eddie. What was his friend's name with the, the guy Harold. with the weird accent? Harold. Though. Dylan. What? I think it was no, Dylan. he had like the fifties haircut, yeah, no, but, he like, but he sounded like but he sounded like Lawrence like Eastern Welk. European. Yeah, man. Lawrence Welk or he would not do that. <laughs> is it Dylan? I, I, I think it was, was someone's was name Dylan. 
And the, the, the brother Montague. But what was the point of the drunk uh, dancer? Did she end up becoming one of one of the he, zombies? No, victim? victim. Because she discovered the secret. Oh yeah, she went into the. Remember, she went to see the the, the She discovered the secret. The fortune of it. teller, and she walked into the door. Uh, Jerry, and saw right, the that's creatures. right. Okay. And Jerry is Jerry. Jerry is the guy, okay. and Harold is, uh, as played by Atlas King. What a name. What a name. Atlas Actually, King. Jerry was Cash Flag or Ray Dennis Stettler, and Atlas King was Harold, his yes, friend. Yes, that's what I said. Harold was played by Atlas King. Which has got to be... Atlas King. Which has got to be his real name. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, and so, Angela, but what was... Was it Joan? Was it Joan? I don't know. Madison is uh, Pat Kirkwood. That was the dad. Or the brother, as you guys are saying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a brother. I think it was... Uh, I think it was the dad. Because I could see him in the Joan Howard. Yeah. Oh, Joan Howard was Angela's mother. So they didn't, yeah, they didn't have, um, she didn't have a name. She was just mom. Uh, but her, Joan Howard is her name. Powerful performance uh, as a mom. You got that vibe. that she very was Very protective. Very protective. And she was telling him that Jerry is not, uh, he's not a good man. Oh, no. Uh, she will be poor. Doesn't even come into the house. Yeah. Sits on top of his car. And Sits and talks to Martin or Madison, whatever Madison, his name is. Madison. Madison. Which, you know. And then Jerry becomes an instrument of death, and that's what happens to the poor kids in uh, the 60s. Also, when you have no you have no goals, you have no initiative, right. you, you become a pawn of someone And else. remember, and that, uh, yeah. Madame Estrella, <laughs> Madame Estrella told him he was a gray. He was, he couldn't pick his future. It was gray. It was not. She couldn't read him. Because he was going to die at the end of the movie. Well, by, the water, by the water. By the water. But I the knew police. that's how he was going to die because she said, you have no future. Oh, he's going to be in, he's dead. Well, she even says it at the water. But she tells Angela she's going to be at the water with the police. Yeah. And she was. Yeah. As Jerry died. As Jerry died. But Jerry was gray. He had no, which meant he could be used by Madame Estrella. I did this, not watch the same movie. I think because he, was, I didn't he, get all he this always this here. is this no. he always interprets this in his. That's why he enjoys every kind of movie in any capacity. He just interprets it in his I own way. It, it doesn't have to be what the the creators individually in, intended. Brian comes up with his own little story in his head, and it makes much more sense. And it's much more entertaining. Most you know, of the time. you know, how in seventies they, they in all the horror films in eighties the the killer would kill someone and just had sex. You know, to teach yeah, yeah. Bad. This was teaching you that you have to have direction in your life. You can't just scoot you can't along be great. and be nothing. So you can't you be have a to slacker. do something with your life, yeah. or else your life will lead well, to nothing. We're not saying so that Jerry would not have done The, whole, the whole, whole thing where he said uh, you should try college, and he goes, yeah, "No, yeah. Uh, the world is my college." Yeah, yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah, and that was wrong. That was wrong. Obviously, he took a bad class, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> he took Econ 304 yeah. at 8 o'clock in the morning. Take my word for it. It don't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as a, as a butterfly, he had to die. Uh, yeah, mostly we're looking for this movie just didn't know what it wanted to be. Uh, uh, I, I think that uh, it wanted to be much more serious than it was. Funny that you should mention that uh, I had looked up the I, I, Wikipedia entry for this, and, uh, uh-huh. and there was a couple of interesting takes as far as critique goes and the way they were written was actually pretty clever uh so we have one critic uh calling this junk drawer cinema at its most impossible to close oh (laughs) 
and uh, being so loose-knit to the point of unraveling. I thought that was That clever. was a good one. That's a good one. And then uh, this flick doesn't even just rebel or even disregard standards of taste and art in the universe inhabited by the incredibly strange creatures. Such things as standards of responsibility have never even been heard of. You know, the interesting thing about the the, uh, the last few films we watched is that uh, the actual creatures did not appear till like, Way at the end. Way at the end, yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't... We're talking Frankenstein meets the spaceman. Uh, yeah. We didn't even see. Yeah, the creature until the very last 20 minutes right. or whatever. Uh, I think you're on to something by saying that these movies... As you got further down the list, just got more and more boring. Just more and more boring. That was it. This, like I said, dude, I, 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 I'm a completist. I usually stay the movies at the end. I love mystery science theater. This is one of the. I could. I, I've attempted it twice. I couldn't make it to the end. I loved the cinnamon roll that they slapped on her face, <laughs> Madame Estrella. <laughs> cinnamon roll or Danish, if you will. Yeah, or Danish, if you will. And then she talked in that the fake <laughs> horrible. <laughs> thing. What a fake accent! Oh yeah. Uh, Carmelita! <laughs> if it wasn't for your sister Carmelita, I wouldn't even stay around. Oh, now I must put the hydrochloric acid on your face. <laughs> Alright, well, Keith is officially opened here. We've lost him to business. Gentlemen, what is the star rating for Incredibly Strange Creatures who became mixed up and became zombies or whatever the heck the name of this title is? Uh, I am going to go with uh, two. Two? I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, I, wait, wait, wait. wait. You not... just took the time to say how great it was, and you gave it a two. <laughs> yeah. I just want to point that out. You went and explained it all and made it sound all pretty and colorful, and you go, two. It's a two. <laughs> yeah, I would hate for people to try to find the butterfly that I found in it. <laughs> Brian, your butterflies are your own. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, if we go, it got made. Sort of. Sort of. Maybe uh, one and a half. That's got to be lower than what Brian gave it. <laughs> got to be. Oh, this was a wonderful, wonderful frolic of a film. You missed the beautiful ending. Symbolism was all over. Yeah, I give it. I give it. Uh, I give it one and seven eighths. One and seven eighths. I'll tell you what. I'm going to give it a five. On the snore scale, five Z's. Five Z's. So you were able to get some rest. I actually got some yeah. sleep while, trying to watch this one. That was our final bad movie. We don't know what we're going to do next, but it'll be riveting. Stick with us on this one. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, we've been following along with the latest uh, Star Trek offering on the Paramount app. Mike, have you been following along? I am. Okay. And so we are on Season 2, Episode 3 of Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds, and that is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, in which, uh, in, in, in original series history, there's a couple of these, but uh, they travel back to the distant past in order to right a wrong and change the course of history. Or keep history on the right. That's probably a better word for it. Uh, I was not really crazy about this episode, so I'm probably not. So, yeah, you've got... It doesn't uh, show at all. You've got Una... Uh, You're a professional. No, I'm sorry. You've got uh, La'an, Noonien Singh, uh, making her rounds. You get actually a really good opening where she's essentially the cop. 
and the Enterprise. He's playing his music too loud. He took my towels in the shop. You know, it's just it was it was a great little opening bit where she's a little. You you can tell she's a she's considered different than the rest of the crew. Uh, A guy in a business suit and a in a in a uh, our time business suit shows up, hands her the device. She ends up on a bridge where Kirk is the captain. It's the the Earth Space Patrol or something. They had some yeah. So the, the Federation does exist. Spock's getting wiped out by the Romulans. He's the captain of some Vulcan ship or whatever. So time is obviously askew. And uh, she, uh, Kirk takes her back to his cabin. They struggle over... As Kirk always does. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, and they struggle for this device that the guy in the suit gave uh, Noonien Singh. And they end up in, what, 20th, 21st century Canada in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have some misadventures and find out that there's the Romulans who are trying to hamper the development of mankind because they become the Romulans' greatest enemy. And you start getting in all this time travel bullshit, like, how do they know this? And all this other shit. And uh, they right the wrong. There's a really... The end, I thought, was really good. Uh, and then you find out that there's some temporal fucking police agency that the Federation has from the future, which gives them a potential for another series, but I really fucking hate it. Didn't they introduce that in something else, Oh, too? God, yeah. It's been 30, in every of them. 31, They've been in all of them. Yeah. Like yeah. They've oh, been in all of them. They're really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, th- I'm Except the I, original series. I don't think they no, were No, they weren't in the original no. series. But they did time travel. I was really series. hoping, I was really hoping for a Gary Seven reference on this, but I always hope for a Gary Seven reference on this. And, um, yeah, I was just, I was not happy with this episode. There was a couple bits in it that were cute and stuff like that, but as a rule, nah. Uh, what I will say is I'm not a big fan of Noonien Singh. I'm not a big you fan. You mentioned that last Yeah, week, I'm like, not a big fan of her character. She's a little too angsty for me, and that gets annoying pretty quick. Uh, I didn't like James Dean either. You're tearing me apart! Uh... I, this is the first of the James T. Kirk episodes, though, that I liked him as the actor. <clears throat> he had a couple of Kirk moments. I thought, um, wait, what's the, give me a minute. We need some money. And he's wailing on everybody in street chess. He's like, yeah. oh, that was like chess for dummies. I, yeah. I used to do it in the third. 2D chess, yeah. In, in 2D 3D, chess. you know. Okay, I thought that was wonderful. And, of course, he's hanging out with, uh. A, a fairly attractive lady for most of the episode, and of course, it's he, Kirk. He, yeah, I mean the the, the only explanation is dog. it's Kirk. Yeah, yeah he, he gets her a hot, her dog. a hot dog. There was nothing. Way uh, to get him started, Keith. Thank you. There was nothing phallus about that. No, put it in your mouth. Put it in your You'll mouth. You'll like it. You'll like it. <laughs> and he gets her a second one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Ding ding. So we're just such little boys. <laughs> Fifty whatever going on thirteen. Mike, what did you think of the episode? You know, I, I typically don't like the time travel episodes because one, I think it's a way for the writers and the show to save some money on special effects and everything, yes. and they can film it in Toronto, and they're probably filming the whole series up there anyway. So, all right, let's go outside, walk around. We can set some sets up. Um, and also just the fact that, okay, if, if you're doing a whole time travel thing and you have what's revealed at the end is this time travel police that, this, that the Federation has, 
if they know it's gone askew, they really can't send another agent back to fix it. It has to be. Well, no, I thought the whole premise was it was the the guy who got shot was the agent who sent back to fix it. He got shot right for, but, and for whatever reason jumped forward in time and gave it to the Nunians, gave the device to Nunians. Right, but you you would think he would jump back to headquarters and give it to another agent so they could go back. And yeah, fix you'd it almost part. have to set it up where because this event there is no time agency See, in the now, future, and that's why they can't send someone back. Okay. You'd have to set it up like that, but they didn't. That would make sense. That, and, and I thought for the twist at the end, they had to give it to her. Well, that's okay. So yeah, that's why yeah. that's the twist at the end work. was that yeah. the Romulans, the Romulans, uh, were planning on killing Khan Nunian Singh in a twist that I actually did not see coming. I did not see it either, no. and he looked nothing like Ricardo, like, Mont- like Ricardo, Ricardo Montalban. Montalban. Right. Not even young, not even a little young guy. Uh, but uh, so yeah, uh, Nunian Singh has to basically. The Robin Lewis basically said, "Do you realize that if I if you let me do this, your life will be normal?" Yeah. Yes. She's like, "No." (laughs) Which which uh, is just a riff on uh, "You'll be a real boy." Yeah. 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 And that's I I agree with you on that character. Out of all the characters so far on Strange New Worlds, I think she is my least favorite on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol Kane is hovering, is vying for yeah, the top Yeah, she's getting spot. there, too. She's, she's we'll, getting we'll talk there. about her. But uh, I think that the whole thing about, you've been dealing with this name your whole life. Everybody knows who you are. Get over it already. By now, you can't find a way to deal with it. It's like, I'm my own person. I'm not my ancestor. You're still running but into that. But everyone perceives you. I mean, it's, it's yeah, but not, I know, but it, it, it's it, like Groundhog's Day. You run into the same thing every I know, time you but meet she's in the new. Federation. She's, you know, she's gone through the Academy. Wait, you're, being, you're being contrarian in favor of Star Trek or Star Trek storyline? What the fuck? Contrarian, contrarian. <laughs> he just wants to argue the opposite yeah, of whatever yeah. you said. No, I, it, it, realistically, if you keep on running the same thing over and over again, it gets annoying. And it's going to get annoying because everyone's going to assume that, oh man, you're 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 altered. You're going to go crazy because you because your last name. Like Bob Hitler has put up with a lot of shit <laughs> his whole life. Every time, let me introduce you, Bob Hitler, Robert Hitler. Actually, and he I, gets nothing but shit. I actually work with a German, uh, whose first name his first name was Adolf, and yeah. they called everybody called him Adi. It was like literally you never called him by, by yeah, his didn't full wanna, name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it's something that, even though you're you're doing, you're working with the Federation, you're getting along, you're 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 doing your job, you're gonna always deal with people who are gonna judge you by your name. Right, but she's in a environment right now, being on the Enterprise, where she's with crew members that haven't done that. They're not judging her by her name; they're her friends and she co-workers, and she works with them. So, and yet, she's still got a cry like I'm lonely and it gets lonely because I don't have anybody to be with and I can't be myself. If she, if she doesn't have the Noonien Singh uh, problem, she still has the... The Gorn problem. I'm the last survivor of the Gorn raid that killed all my people. She's, I'm the last one. She's double she, she, She's yeah. also, yeah. She's also yes. the narc of the ship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They showed that in the beginning. She all she does she comes give people bad yeah. news. Yeah. And Spock was not Spock's, happy with her. Stop playing music so loud. Damn it! I know you like Zeppelin, but stop it. <laughs> you know what you can do? It's it, it, you have the worst job because you gotta 
you know, unless you're Worf and everyone's just fucking afraid of you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the other thing with her being a, a security officer. I, I mean, you're exactly right. You point out Worf was someone that, okay, oh, it's a Klingon, the security got to behave right, don't yeah, piss yeah, them off. Yeah, yeah. I really having a hard time thinking of, of the security person on the Enterprise. The main person is 128 pound 5'4 ah! woman. Don't. Don't. Tasha Yar. Tasha was different. Tasha was, I no, think, Tasha a little bit more... Tasha was horrible. Oh, she was horrible. Rhonda Rousey. <laughs> she was She was terrible, and thank God the tar monster ate her. <laughs> oh my God. What is, boy, you are evil and mean. Brandon, you've been standing here for five minutes. What would you like to say? Uh, to go about the whole thing about like being known for like a name and stuff like that. My dad, no matter where we go, that someone knows him. That, it, it can be annoying, but you know I have to be nice to people. Oh, so I love you all who listen. I really do. It's Not this is all pure. No, he, tr- he genuinely does. Sometimes he'll sit before we even turn on the microphones and just say people's names and how much he loves them. <laughs> And he is literally a Fon- he is Fonzie at the Comic Cons. Yeah, he is. Fonzie. He is. People bring him stuff. I, I don't get a bunch, for free. I don't get a bunch of chicks hanging around me though. We'll go places that have nothing to do with comic conventions or anything like that going on. Like we'll just be on a trip somewhere, and someone will know him. Yeah. Okay. One poster still exists. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know what they said, and I would understand it more. Go. Yeah, so now that's what you have to I, do. That's your legacy. Yeah, he's, yes, he, yeah, I, he's Keith's yeah, he, son, yeah. I want to point out, I did like the fact Little that Keith. Kirk was driving a uh, a Challenger through the streets of Toronto. Um, okay, big problem. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Love the car. Love the car. Right. You and I are the, are the car guys at the table here. Uh, however, boy, he figured out how to... How to... How to, how to drive a stick yeah, yeah. real quick. Yeah. 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 Hey, if you drive a starship, you can drive a stick. Oh, come on. He never even grew up the, the, on Earth at that point. He, he was grew up in a... On a he didn't even grow... He wasn't in Io. He wasn't born in Io. He was born in space. Right, so, right. really? And then... He I mean, and I, I understand the operation of a firearm is fairly simple. Like, I could probably do it. But, boy, Nunyan Singh got really good with an automatic, like, instantaneously. Yeah. She didn't have to take it apart and put it back together. A gun, she just had to phaser, you point and click. Yeah. yeah, but didn't she like hit the the the, the right like dead center yes. forehead or whatever? It's like yes. come on. Well, she wasn't that far away from the from. I mean, it was know. it was pretty much point blank. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. and that was nothing. She was so knew she was a bad guy <laughs> as soon as she showed up and goes and and threw off the police. I was going like, to ask you that. Did you know that that, 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 that was a per- that was a bad that was a no? As soon as she showed up and did the police thing, I'm like, wait. She shows up in two different places where they're at, you know, she's, yeah, I I was on suspicious of her at that point. Conservation, yeah, law of conservation of characters. Yeah, if yeah. you're not, if there's, if you didn't, there's no if red herrings, there's no other thing. If there's no there's reason, a reason they're giving her lines, she's yeah, the bad guy. Right, right. There's no reason for her to be there and she's there. Well, I did not uh, think that the attractive brunette woman was the bad guy. Was I, the didn't, I didn't But I did I love the line, shocked. still getting used to the years. That was that fun. was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Romulans are super strong. Yes, right. I did not know. As that. are Vulcans. Yes, a Vulcan. Okay, yeah. Well, they are stronger than humans. Right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, but Vulcans and Romulans are the same. Yeah, like yeah. the same. Yeah, they're like yeah. an offshoot of the same deal or whatever. They're like well, the, the well, non. Yes, <clears throat> non. Uh, that was the whole logical. Spock thing. And Klingons. Spock. Right. So humans are the the weaker. Oh, weak. yes, but we're right? smarter. Yes. 
It's the humanity. The ballsier. But we're ballsier. That's it. We we've got the balls. We're not afraid of it. All right. Well, speaking we got of non-humans, star balls. Uh, I know she's one of your favorite actresses, Brian. Carol Kane is really starting. To, it, it, oh, I love her in this. Oh, uh, getting on my nerves. Oh, really? Her, yes. I love she, her. Her accent. I don't know what she's trying to do with this accent. It's like chalkboard on, uh, like nails on a chalkboard. It, me, she's doing her. Princess Bride accent, almost. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. No, well, Princess Bride was fine for the 10 minutes she was in the Princess Bride. For, for you know, 20 or 30 minutes in an episode, yeah, this isn't gonna, this is starting to become really kind of annoying. <laughs> I love Carol Kane. I do, too. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I, I think no, she's I love funny her in and stuff this movie. like that. I love her in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's a great character. Yeah. I, I don't. I, you know, I like the fact that there's a character that's been around uh, living with humanity all these years. But I think you're right. Shit. It's uh, and stealing, and stealing shit. stuff, right? She's got the painting from and the Louvre, shit. right? She's you tell you know, Louvre, Louvre. I thought it was a nice twist where they go, oh, you know, I know an engineer, and they they get yes. they hit her at a point in time before she studied engineering. I thought <laughs> yes. that was kind of fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know nothing about. Well, it's shit. because of that that she became an engineer. Yeah. But what I also think would have been interesting, and I think uh, it was a missed opportunity, even though they da 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 changed the timeline. No, if she would have said something to her, if she would have mentioned something to her. It's good to see you again, or... Uh, yeah, I think I was expecting that at the end, yeah, too. Yeah, if there was, would have been some allusion to she remembers, like, but she could never say anything. Yeah. Right, well, like, remember you told me you stole this from the yes. Louvre. You no. said in the beginning it was a, a, a reproduction. It's not. You told me this is the original one, remember? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been... I. That would have been... But uh, that means she can exist in different timelines? Yes. Okay. Oh, we're arguing time travel. I mean, every- no, not a time well, traveler, because, but because just that one Spock's a bad guy. Or, you know. uh, because time hadn't changed from that point. Yeah, it changed after. So that meeting I happened. I fucking hate time travel shit. Just you could poke holes in every single. Only for people who are grumpy. Only grumpy people can do that, Lance. <laughs> Happy people don't. Happy I don't like, just... like the time travel. I mean, <laughs> thanks, Mike. It looks like it's one side of the table <laughs> against the other this week. I thought it was good. You know, again, no. uh, they do what they're doing best, and that is focusing on one character, giving them the stage for an episode, uh, tying everybody in, so you get kind of uh, the star with a different supporting cast each week. Um, that's been that was successful all of season one. So far, it's been really successful for season two. I just two. don't want them to go keep going back to Kirk. I don't want Kirk to show up anymore this season. I actually think this might be the only one. He might he might be in another okay. one, but this I'm is just, like the I'm only just worried one that I this could be saying, like, so. well, Kirk's popular, I, so we're gonna shove him in there every now and then just to. And I haven't really liked this version of Kirk up, up until kind of this episode, yeah. maybe because. He did have more screen time, and you got to kind of see a little bit more about, you know, yes, he, you know, he's laying in on the couch, she's in the bed, she gets up, and he's kind of sitting there, and they got that will they won't they vibe, and you're kind of thinking, you're James Kirk, why are you on the couch? You're supposed to be in the bed with her, but you know, <laughs> and then they kiss, before... they have that kiss, <laughs> right. and then she's in love with him, and then she has to call him, and yeah, it, lie. I know that just that so went now back she's not to the angsty. A good cop. That just went back to the angsty character again, I know, and I, I know. I, come on. I just need some brother, some information on your brother, and I was the last survivor of a Gorn raid. <laughs> now they're going to get into the Gorn war. 
That'll be fun. All right. Well, I yeah. thought this was a little bump in the road. I wasn't crazy about this one. Keith, would you like it or didn't like it? It was okay. There's parts of it I liked. Overall, it's not even close to my favorite. And yeah. I'm, I'm, Brian loved it. Brian. Brian's got wood. I, uh... <laughs> you got star wood. Um... <laughs> I am not really a fan of the character. I'm not really a fan. Of, there's nothing Kirky about this Kirk. Uh, this he was more Kirk in this one than he was in the previous. I appearance. actually, I like, I actually agree liked him in the, the time travel one, where he came up with a way to bluff the Romulans. That seemed like a Kirk move. I agree. That, that was, was more, a huge right, right. Kirk move. I agree with that. I forgot about that. I agree with that part. Yeah, just just getting by on pure. Bravado, just going, yeah, this is our fleet. Well, let's go. That is a Kirk move. Yeah. But Kirk needs Spock. Kirk needs Spock. Well, that's what that... Kirk needs yeah. Spock. Yeah, you're right. That's you got, If yeah. you don't have Kirk and Spock, uh, what you got is too much of one. You, right, don't, right. you don't have that... Spock completely well, cuts... Also, uh, Bones. So Bones, Kirk, and Spock. You got to have them. Because, uh, but, but this whole series just has Spock. There's no Kirk. You know, there's an Anson Mount. Well, the other—that's well, not Kirk. Well, uh, no, thank God. And there's no McCoy. No, but okay. I, I do so, want to, I do want to mention on the Doctor when he's fighting with Noonien uh, Singh at the beginning. Yeah. Right. So they kind of have him in sil- silhouette, and you really don't know. You're not supposed to know who it is, but you could kind of tell it's yeah. the Doctor. I like the fact that. Over the last couple of episodes, uh, you know, with spotting the body language and and him in chapel fighting, and now this one, he's sparring with her. He's a doc. You really don't expect a doc to go exactly. sparring. This is, this is not, but like I, I think I this said is, in the last one, like Bones was in like one fight scene in the entire right. run of the original series, right. and he's this guy is not Bones. No, and this that's what's making me like this doctor is that he's as competent. As Bones is, but he's more Starfleet, if you want to call it, more of a military military person. Well, didn't it, actually Bones had even said like that one where like there was like the the flowers that shot the uh, the pollen that that, that made you all. He's like, I'm just a simple country doctor, you know. Whereas right, you, like right. you like you're like a manga is more of a military doctor, yeah, yeah. like yeah. like Doctor Watson or something yeah. like that. Or he's you know uh, a medic for. On the field, yeah. where people they see a lot of crap going on, they have to be able to do things and work on the fly. So that made me like the doctor more, even seeing it again mm-hmm. this time for the little bit that they did. I like the doctor with his daughter. I mean, I, that's that's what made me like him is that he was willing to break regulations in order Without to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that they've added this kind of James Bond esque kind, kind of, of feeling you- to him. And it was a very small screen time for him to do this, but I think that had a big impact on that character. So, Mike, are you enjoying the series so far? I am. I think after the first two episodes this season, this one is kind of a letdown for me, uh, but I am still enjoying the, the series. All right. Well, uh, mixed reaction on this one. Stick with us. We'll see what happens next. All right, we've also been following along with the latest Star Wars animated offering on the Disney app, and that is Star Wars Visions, and we just watched Episode 7 entitled The Bandits of Golak. 
which was produced by 88 Pictures, which is an Indian animation uh, uh, outfit. Explain so much. No, sir. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, yes, you have a brother and sister uh, fleeing a village in a, in a uh, speeder train. Was it brother and sister? I thought it was... His brother and sister. Brother yeah. and sister. Oh, sister. Father and daughter. Okay. And she's like... And she's force sensitive. And uh, they uh, are fleeing uh, the Empire for whatever reason. Uh, there's... Uh, and it's... Uh, um, they get to a, a village where they said they could, there potentially could be some help. Uh, the Inquisitor that burns their village shows up and the older lady who's in charge of everything turns out she's a Jedi... And uh, she takes the girl uh, to Jedi Land, leaving the brother behind. <laughs> Jedi Land. Uh, I it's am like trivializing this. Like I Lego love Land. this episode. I thought it was. Uh, did you? I, I did. Really? I did. I thought the. Uh, the, the let's put it this way: the first, um, the animation I didn't think was any better than Clone Wars, other than it was like ob- very obviously of, of Indian flavor. It had its, yeah. There was curry in it. Let's put it that way. And saffron. That was good. I like that. A little culinary uh, like reference that. there. I like that. But And then the, uh, to me, I've, uh, I've always associated it with these large trains like kind of overpacked with people and stuff like that. I thought that was a very Indian take on it. Um, but the, um, first of all, the design of the Inquisitor. Yeah. Um, I believe in the Hindu religion, their, their demons are all, like their, their devils and demons are all green-faced like that. Oh. So I thought that I, I mean, like immediately went, wow! That and just in general, that was a great design. Yes. I thought, but this, I thought it had something deeper in the culture there, and I did not see the older lady being a. I just thought that was oh my! I like literally stood up, was like I started cheering. I was like, oh my god! And the fight that they had was one of the better ones that I've seen. I thought it was animated really well. I did too, and I love. A good Indian accent. Yes, it was very obvious that they were portrayed by Indian actors. I do. I'm. I'm not even being facetious. Or, I. I love lit that. There's a lilt to it. Yes. It's the same in, in with an Irish accent. There's a lilt to it that's very sing-songy to me. Uh, outside of that, I thought it was. Uh, it, it's a story that has been told so many times as to be uh, an obvious trope on so many levels. Uh, I thought uh, this this little force sensitive girl. However, she had to be what 10, 12 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I was the brother, I would have slapped her. I, yeah. No, because you're it, going it, to it, get yourself killed with your little parlor it's, tricks. It's every Disney fucking stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're like we're the... fleeing. You've gotten our entire village killed. Yeah. Because you could do this with a flute. Yeah. Fucking stop, stop it. it! You you selfish ignorant bitch. That's wow. exactly how I felt when I'm seeing. I'm like, yeah, it's like every Star Wars thing they now the little kid, little frog does something that that gets him in trouble. Yeah, it's 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 a trope now that Star Wars and Disney have been doing with everything that she doesn't get that using this little ability of hers is getting everybody killed. I would like to see the little ten year old. Dealing with the weight of that. Yeah, have, have you said that last? Whatever this came, whenever this came up last time, you said that comes up all the time. <laughs> Leia and every, yes, Leia, and Grogu and yeah, 
Fucking Grogu, yeah. Fucking Grogu yeah, did this shit Grogu, all the time. Yeah. Uh, but it was cute then, huh? In front of the Mandalorian. But if it would have been in a train full of people who were looking for Could force die. sensitive people who were going <laughs> to turn them in, then no, quit doing your shit. We need to be very... Mike, you're being relatively quiet here. What's, uh, what's on it, your mind? It seems like the the episode I watched was Ao's song. So I, I think I'm on a different episode than you guys There's are. Seven. Seven. I know I sent seven. Yeah, you yeah, watched I, episode nine. I'm sorry. I did not, not watch this episode. When we get to our age, nine and seven to look a lot alike. I get it. <laughs> I just want to make sure I didn't fuck you need up. To get, no, it was me. It you was need me. to get new Brian glasses. It was me. Yes. It was late at night, me trying to get caught up. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's right. Okay, no, that's fine. We'll, we'll see you in two weeks. You can do <laughs> Well, now you know what, what was wrong with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that the animation was great. Uh, I thought the direction was, well was yes. really well done. Um, I liked uh, I liked the speeders versus the, the camels, if yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting uh, the, with the, the chase along with the train and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty. I thought that was a, some good action, or at least have the brother breakdown. It would have been Someone, good to have yeah, the yeah. brother break down and go, you keep doing this. And then, yeah. You've yes. killed our family. You've killed everybody we know. You've driven us from our home. Could you just stop? Could you just quit making shit float? Could you? My God. Because <laughs> I kept thinking he's his life was going to be so much better now without her. He's uh, So it wasn't when they took her. And I, the two things I thought was his life is going to be so much better now that he doesn't have to worry about her shit. And... She's too old to be. Oh, because don't they don't the Jedi get you when they're five, you're yeah. five or whatever? Anakin, that was the whole, and he was probably half her age, and they were saying he's too old to start training because the Jedi like him young. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you also don't want rogue like it's like almost like a rogue telepath. You don't want them just yeah wandering around. The chances are she's going to turn into uh, Sith. Sith. Or they're gonna she offer. Thinks, she they're gonna. They walk into the room and then they just offer. She thinks like uh, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Wow, you are all over the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> or not Goodfellas. Was that the one where he's going to be a made man? Yes, yes. Goodfellas. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he, and she walks into a room and she sees the Wookiee and says, "Oh shit," and then it's done. <laughs> Chrysanthemum is a hitman. I can see that. Okay. All right. So you guys didn't like it as much as I did, obviously. Mm. I didn't like the story. I love the animation. I love the direction. I love. I like the last battle. Yeah. There's parts of it I like, but it's the whole trope of the girl not learning fucking anything. Yeah. The old woman is the Jedi. She doesn't fucking brilliant. Um, the the Inquisitor. I always love a good Inquisitor. Yeah. He was um, he was up there with the 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 design lately of the last couple of episodes of the bad guys has been top notch in my yeah. opinion. I I get Sith or I get Inquisitor or and and the you're bringing the evil part of your cult like whatever from your culture that's evil you're incorporating that into the I just I they should incorporate yeah. some of these guys into the actual and and how, cosmology the, the banter. Or when he sat down with them and was yeah. talking, and then all the plates floated. Just a, a, the little small, like, he uses the force to, like, bring their bench a little closer to him so we can, like, look him in the eye. I thought that was fucking yes. brilliant, dude. So there was a lot to this that was fucking great. Uh, it just the basis of the stories story. are just yeah. a rehash of, of uh, the train. The whole train thing was just fucking beautiful. Yeah. 
uh, when they come into the, we're, we're going into this pass. Yeah. And Oh, we have to go faster because of the bandits yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, a mixed view on this one. We've got a couple more episodes to go. Stick with us. <laughs>